Welcome to Game Recognized Game Podcast with Casey Rogers. Episode two here, a little bit different of a story. We're sitting down with Nick and Nigel Loft and Sophie Kelly, all from the United Kingdom. Uh, Nick and Nigel recently this year took a a 21-day road trip across the United States where they went from multiple different cities, got to see a ton of different things. But one thing that they did at each city was they tried to see all the sports venues and stadiums that were located there. Uh, Nick is a huge Nebraska fan, so he was actually able to get to the Memorial Stadium and watch the Nebraska spring game. And we talked about the ins and outs of this trip, you know, what went into it, how their first trip had to get canceled because of COVID. We even talked to Sophie about what it was like not seeing Nick for 21 days. Uh, we talked from relationships with, with Dad and Nick in, to you know just what their favorite parts of the trip was and, and how, uh, how Nick became a Nebraska fan. We talked about it all. So uh, I'm excited to get this episode out. Sit back and enjoy. We got Game Recognized Game, Episode 2. Jordy's in the USA. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on my podcast. I got uh, three very special guests. We got Nick, Sophie, and Nigel all the way from the United Kingdom. Um, recently, Nick and Nigel went on a 21-day trip across the United States and visited countless cities and did countless tours of, of different stadiums throughout the United States. And uh, we're going to talk about that right now. So Nick, Nigel, Sophie, say what's up. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing good. Not too bad. Thanks for having us. No problem, no problem. So, so Nick, I've known you for a while. Nigel, I met you when you guys visit here. And Sophie, this this is actually my first time talking to you. So, uh, Nick and I kind of go back for about what two years now, Nick? Two to three years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, about yeah. yeah. Where uh, where Nick messaged me on on Instagram. And, and basically said, I'm the biggest fan, Nebraska fan from, the, from Europe. We'll say Europe. Uh, and, he asked, and he asked me for an autograph. And, uh, of course, I saw it. And I said, no way. That's awesome. I've never had a friend from Europe before. Let's do it. So he sent me uh, a picture of me in the mail. And I signed it and sent it back. And from there on, we became basically pen pals, I would say. Right, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it first. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh. But uh, so recently, Nick and his father, Nigel, we're able to take a trip to the United States, which has been what you guys were trying to plan it for what three, two, three years? Probably more like four years because we originally had it planned for 2020. Uh, so we planned, start planning it in like 2019, like, like early 2019. So um, three, like three, four years going on. And, uh, and yeah, COVID canceled it. But we'll talk a bit more about that because that cancellation actually ended up being the best thing that could have happened because this yeah. trip was so much bigger and better this time around no doubt yeah so talk to me about like the planning and all the logistics that had to go into this pre-covid like you guys knew you guys wanted to come over here nick you obviously wanted to see nebraska even though it's not a very good selling you know city to sell your uh your family and friends when you're trying to visit the united states it's kind of in the middle of the country and it and it's uh you know not one of the not one of the most popular cities in the U.S. So talk to me about um just you know planning and, and how that all like how you guys did that because that like 21 days is a massive trip and you guys went to countless cities like how did you guys schedule when you would be where and and what cities you were going to see? Yeah, so you, 
you know, pre-COVID, as I said, we, we booked this trip originally in 2019. And we did, you know, I said it was a blessing. It got cancelled. It did turn out to be that way because the, the real fact is we were never coming to Nebraska. Um, that was never the, the plan. As much as I would have liked to have come, I, we just didn't, I just didn't see it at that time as like a feasible thing to do. And like there's a, there's a number of places that we were going to go to. So the, the original trip, uh, which is going to sound really messy, was we were going to fly to uh, L.A., we were going to stay in L.A., then we were going to go down to San Diego and then drive all the way across to Phoenix, Arizona, and then up through, like, uh, Monument Valley and up to, like, the Utah and through to Denver. And then we were going to hop on a plane. Actually, we were going to fly from L.A. to Phoenix, and then we were going to fly from Denver over to, like, Philly and see Philly and Washington and fly home from there. But we realized loads of internal flights, not, like, load, not lots of driving, um... It was only going to be like two weeks, maybe two and a bit weeks. And also um, we realized how much dead money there is in renting a car and then dropping it off in a different city. That, you know what, getting cancelled was the right thing to do because, well, not the right thing. We didn't have a choice in it. COVID happened. But we, I was devastated because we'd looked forward to it so much. It was also at a time where I was like soon to be like moving out and sort of, sort of slightly growing apart from my parents not being there every day. I'm like a single child, like only child. So like, you know, soon to be moving out. And uh, and yeah, it sucked. And we never knew if we were going to get this trip back with COVID and what was going on. But when we sort of got the green light from the, uh, was it Biden and our prime minister that we could fly to America again, we quickly replanned it and we did it so much better. Flying into Chicago, flying out of Chicago, one giant loop, 14 states. And I could also include seeing um, Lincoln, Nebraska in it. So, yeah, COVID helped in yeah. a way and helped us do a better trip. And it was so much better this time than what it was originally going to be. No doubt. Hey, so, Nigel, were you and Nick, uh, were you guys cons- like constantly talking back and forth about what cities you guys wanted to hit and, and stuff like that? And talk to me about it from like your point of view. You knew you've you've done this before. You've taken a, a road trip to the United States. Nick's been to the United States, but he's never done this type of road trip before. Um, just talk to me about like how, how your point of view helped kind of kind of put this whole thing together. Yeah. So as Nick originally said, um, he was living it. It's home um, when we planned the original trip, so that was that was quite straightforward to sit side by side at the computer. Um, but then, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a two year wait because of COVID, um, and we completely rejected for a lot of the reasons that Nick's already said, um, which was for the better. Because yes, in about six months before COVID all happened, um, Trish and I did a a road trip. Um, that was from Chicago, going in sort of a different direction. Um, a little bit of an overlapped with uh, the route that Nick and I did, but um, it was a case of uh, trying to take in a lot of places. Well, in fact, I think everywhere on the route Nick hadn't been before, um, but being sport daft, he then had to, had to sit and work out um, the best timing and the route to take in as much sport as possible he knew he wasn't going to hit NFL season and um and uh and basketball and baseball season but um 
but yeah, it, it, things happen for a reason. We've got the four NBA games um, sort of on the route, but then your spring game in uh, in Nebraska just purely, purely hit the day we were going to be. We, we didn't have to change things. That's it true. That's true. That was just unbelievable. Uh, it was meant to be um, that uh, we, we were going to get into Lincoln on the Friday night and your spring game was on the Saturday. Um, and then also uh, because of COVID uh, and delays in spring training with uh, sort of baseball games, Nick was able to uh, to, to spot on, um, fit in a, um, a spring game uh, with the, uh, what, the Arizona Diamondbacks when we were in mm. Scotts. So, yeah... Um, as Nick said, the, uh, the the thing with COVID, it it uh, it, it really made uh, made our trip uh, better, um, and uh, and thanks to Nick, uh, to Sophie, and uh, and to Trish, they give us their blessing to to have a bit longer than we we're originally having, um, and they they encouraged us to to have the three weeks. It could have been even longer, um, but. I'm, I'm fortunate I can sort of have as long as I need, but obviously Nick did, uh, uh, he, he had the constraints of uh, annual leave with his job. Um, like holidays, so did, yeah, work holidays. He did I'm really fine. well to, uh, to fit in three weeks. Um, but yeah, and, well, <laughs> I don't know how Trish and Sophie would have felt if it had uh, been even longer. But, um, mm. but yeah, then, then uh, it was a case of just constantly sending each other messages or if Nick wasn't around at the house we would quickly take the opportunity sitting down at the computer with uh, with Google Maps and just working out the route um, where we could drive uh, comfortably in a day um, and uh, we took it from there and the for example the one day that I was dreading the most was uh, was the, the longest drive 554 miles from uh, from El from um, San Antonio, but that on the day was actually a breeze. Um, the, the 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 longest drive turned out to be uh, the 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 easiest day that we had. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, twenty one days is a long time, and you know, you keep saying that you know, COVID kind of uh, made everything better in terms of planning and stuff like that. But you were even able to do twenty one days and get back. For Sophie's birthday, is that right? On the day, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. He said it oh. was my birthday present, but I said oh, I need a bit more. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, Sophie, like you kind of heard Nigel talk about how you know your guys' blessings of of giving them enough time to go out and do this trip was was you know very felt by them. Um, mm-hmm. Tell tell me what it was like watching you know Nick and his dad you know, schedule this trip, were you ever going to think about going or like, were you kind of, you just kind of knew it was going to be between those two and like, you, could you see Nick's excitement getting, like getting closer to the day he flew out? Could you see his excitement building? And then like, tell us from your point of view as, you know, you're with him every day, like, what was mm-hmm. he at? What was he like? And then, and then getting back, was he just like nonstop talking about it or like, was, you know, was he just happy to see you? Yeah, so obviously when when it got cancelled um, the first time round, when the first planned in 2019, um, there was kind of discussions whether me and Trish would join them on the trip and then we looked at a whole new different route 
but more of like Florida, so something for me and Trish to kind of enjoy. A lot, um, a lot more uh, easier to advertise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not just sports, sports, sport. Um, and then due to other circumstances that that didn't come off, and then like like Nigel and Nick had said as soon as Biden and Boris Johnson said right, we're opening the borders. Um, they hadn't actually officially announced that they were opening the borders and these two had already started planning their trip to America and I think they planned all this within two months um, and the excitement on both of them it wasn't just Nick it was also Nigel that they could actually have this boys trip because they've watched obviously we've got some UK TV shows um, of presenters going on holiday doing tours of America with their sons and Nick and Nigel used to always watch these kind of shows and were like oh wouldn't it be fantastic to do something like that um so that obviously it was nice to see that they're kind of it was a dream for them to do this as a father and son holiday that opportunity because not many people have that opportunity to do that go away for so long just the pair of years and basically go on a road trip um so that was nice to see and then every day because they were sharing their experience what they'd done that day with pictures and stuff we kind of lived it with them but obviously in the UK um so I'd wake up on a morning and although Nick wasn't there it would be I'd get dead excited to read what they'd been up to the the night that I was actually asleep um and see all the pictures and stuff like that so it it was exciting for me as well to see what they've been up to, what they managed to squeeze in with what little time that they had. Um, uh, yeah, so that was good. Um, and then the build up to them actually going away, uh, the excitement kind of grew, but they also, from obviously I can't speak for Nigel, but from Nick, um, it was kind of, he wanted to get his hopes up, but also, the way and how temperamental COVID had been, they didn't want to get their hopes up too much for then them going, borders have now closed, you can't go. Um, so they was also a bit apprehensive as to whether it was either too good to be true that they were actually going, finally going on this trip. Yeah, that's awesome. It was, uh, I remember when, when Nick was telling me and then all of a sudden it, uh, he texted me one day out of the blue, like we landed or he DM me. He's like, we're going to be in Chicago in 24 hours. And I was like, no way. This, cause, cause I obviously <laughs> Nick and I talk, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, probably once or twice a week. And then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, it was, Hey, I'm going to be in your country tomorrow. And for me, that just hit me. I was like, that's unbelievable. But so yeah, Nick, what, what day did you guys uh, set sail uh, to Chicago? What day did you guys arrive? So we got, to Newcastle Airport, which is the city in which we live in. Um, and, uh, you know, it's really funny because, you know, like, this is really random, but, you know, like, WWE wrestling? Yeah. Like, it's huge over in America. Yeah, they're um, they're in Newcastle, my city today. They're, like, they're um, performing in Newcastle, England, tomorrow. So uh, just very weird at this time that it's, like, dudes from and girls from America are over here right now in my little city. And we don't ever see Americans much in my city, so it's mm -hmm. kind of weird to think. But um, anyway, no, we flew, we flew, we got to the airport. What time did we get to the airport? Like three thirty a.m. or something. And, yeah. And and we landed in Chicago at like three p.m. But um, 
the time in England when we landed was 9 p.m. So like, imagine like our bodies were like sort of had done like a long full day and we still had like um like all the things of getting your luggage and like then getting your car rental and stuff like that and and then driving for two hours down to Indiana Indiana to like Lafayette where Purdue is and that was just the place to stop on the road like so the next morning when we like woke up we could like go straight away and make haste for like the next place we wanted to go to but yeah that day was so long like it takes eight hours to fly to Chicago from London so we have to fly down to London and then fly eight hours to Chicago and uh yeah it was a really long day but and I definitely was like towards the end just like I should get me off this plane and like <laughs> to me that the trip the holiday didn't start until we were like on the edge of Chicago because when we got like the car like it took like an hour and a half two hours from landing to getting the car because of like border control border yeah. control and stuff like that and that was so long at o'hare and whatnot um but when we got the car we came out and like chicago traffic was really bad but once we got down past the south side like past where the white Sox play um that's when the road started to open up and that's where i was like he my dad felt like happy that there was no traffic around so i could hit the playlist so we made like an american like, like, a playlist of music to play on the trip so like really old music but like American music yeah. and like um, American Pie and stuff like that yeah. and like, and, like um, uh, huh? yeah. you got me addicted to Zach Brown band. I played all oh, the yeah. time. Zach Brown, Brown band man. now. Yeah. Um, so new stuff, old stuff, and stuff like that. But we yes. we're on the way then. So when you got to these cities, so we'll talk about like. I want to emphasize right now, like when you got to these cities, like a lot of the first thing you guys I saw, I saw on social media was how many stadiums you had. So how many stadiums did you see throughout this, throughout this whole trip, um, Nick um, and Nigel and, and what ones stuck out to you and, and why, and, and why was it such an emphasis to see these sporting venues um, for you guys? You know, a lot of times you could go to, you can go to Nashville and you can see all, I don't, you can see all the, you know, bur- like they're not Bourbon Street, but you could see like, uh, Broadway and all that and then um, but you guys made emphasis to see stadiums and, and sporting events and stuff like that How, why is that yeah because I said so no <laughs> that sounds really no it's funny because like you know if you ask my dad he, he wouldn't see a single sport stadium at all it's all driven by me like I'll be I'll be real but like the thing is so how many we saw like I probably either went in or like directly stood outside of like 20 25 stadiums um and yeah it's just because i'm a huge huge sports fan and we never my dad will agree uh that we never went to a sports stadium over something that like he really wanted to do like you know if we like for example um yeah on nashville i went over to see the titan stadium and like walk around the titan stadium and i went to the stadium store and stuff like that but like we did everything else. We like had a proper walking tour of Tennessee and stuff like that. So of Nashville and like saw everything that we wanted to see. Like, yeah, we, we didn't go on the Johnny Cash museum and stuff like that, but we weren't like that bothered and like to walk to the stadium doesn't cost anything. So, uh, so yeah, all driven by me. The best stadiums. Um, well, it would easily, I could easily say the Memorial stadium because 
you know, I got to see it with like loads of fans and see a red and the only stadiums I got to see sort of populated were NBA arenas. And yeah, arenas are cool, but like they're arenas. They don't, there's nothing usually that distinguishable inside them. They all look pretty much the same. So apart from the Memorial Stadium, it's tough really. Uh, being outside LSU Stadium was pretty like crazy. Like, they have a tiger on campus. It's insane. Like they have like a tiger. Like you could be walking to class and you walk past a tiger in its enclosure, right next to like the bookstore. And you're like, what? It's like, what the hell is this? So, um, it's 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 that was crazy. But I'm trying to think like what what other stadiums? Uh, which what, which ones did I find really cool? I mean, like what, so, like, what's, what stadiums did you go? We'll start with that. Like, what – do yeah. you remember every stadium and arena you've been to? I, I, yeah, probably. So, I went uh, – if, if I count, like – so, I went to the Pacers and the Indianapolis Colts stadiums, and I got to see inside the Colts stadium, which was pretty cool. Um, Tennessee Titans, NFL. I got to see Ole Miss. I literally, like, sneaked inside Ole Miss's stadium. The football stadium. I was not meant to be there, but I saw an open gate, so I was running, and that was pretty cool. Um, and saw like the Superdome, but from the outside in New Orleans. And we went in the Pelican Stadium. Uh, I went in LSU's base uh, basketball stadium because it was like it was open for like a, a sixth grade fair, like <laughs> school fair thing. So I just went in to use the toilet, and then went down courtside and took the pictures. Um, I went. I got to go in the Astro Stadium because again a security dude let me in, and that was pretty cool. The baseball stadium, um, and I went outside the Texans and the Houston Texans and the other Houston one, the Rockets. Um, San Antonio Spurs went to a game there. I forgot Memphis Grizzlies went to a game there. There's so many, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I know a dude from. Uh, I know a dude. He's from Nigeria originally, but like we talk a lot of soccer and stuff and um he went to utep and he gave me a little tour around utep stuff that was quite cool um their grounds their stadium's crazy because you can sit in one end and see mexico from the stand which oh, is yeah. really crazy and like one of the stands has been like they've actually chiseled like out of the big rock behind it so they can put a stand in and it's like it's quite that's quite different to like your average stadium um, but yeah, and then we continued all the way up to like the Arizona and saw some of the Phoenix stadiums and Denver and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't get to go in too many of them. I just got to sort of see them from the outside. Yeah. But there's a few NFL stadiums I think were quite impressive, yeah. like the Broncos Stadium, the Titans Stadium. That was pretty cool. What's um, uh, what's like a big difference between that? I mean, all of you guys can answer this. I don't know if Sophie's ever been to a to a stadium in the United States, but like, what's like the biggest difference between a, a stadium in the United States and, and one uh, overseas with you guys? I can think of one big difference. I don't know if anyone else can think it. And it's, it's not in every case, but I'll definitely use the example of like UTEP stadium, the Tennessee Titan stadium. I believe the Memorial stadium is that there is no roofs, like a roof over the stands. So, like, in England, every stand in a big stadium has a giant roof over. So, if it is raining, you don't get wet. wet. Whereas there's so many stadiums, like sport football stadiums in America, where 
I guess it doesn't rain in a lot of these places, but like if the I once went to a Pro Bowl in Florida and it rained and there was no there's no cover over top, so you just get absolutely like drenched, soaking wet in your seat. So that is different. There is no stadiums with a capacity of more than like ten thousand that don't have a roof over every stand so you don't get wet. Um, that's quite that's so different. There's nothing like that in England. Um, that's the main one. Would you say that that we noticed? I'm gonna say yeah, but um, yes, for me, sorry, Nick. I'm gonna yeah. So that's the. The food in the American Stadium. So obviously, I've been to American football game with Nick. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I've been to a basketball game. I've been to a baseball game, uh, and the food. Usually, um, when we have gone, I've got dead excited because I've been like, "Well, what are we going to eat?" I'm not bothered about the sport. What are we going to eat? Yeah. We went to a, obviously a football game, so a, a soccer game over in the UK um, you wouldn't actually see people sat in the stands eating and you'd see them drinking but you wouldn't see them like no they can't drink them. that's that's the big thing isn't it Sophie they don't pop in, in football soccer you can't take your alcohol beverage into the stands you can in rugby weirdly but in football you can't so like mm-hmm. to be drinking in the stands. Can you do that in football? If you can take the drink, yeah, you can take your drinks into the into the stands in football in like American football. But you uh, can't in, yeah. But Sophie likes the food because like the food in American stadiums is so much more expensive than England. Oh, yeah. Like way, way, way more expensive. Yeah, than it, it's it's ex- it's the, expensive compared to outside of the stadium. Yeah, but the portions like. You get chicken tenders and fries pretty much everywhere. But like me and my dad went to San Antonio Spurs game and you got four chicken tenders. But my God, like it was like a whole, every tender was like almost like a whole chicken breast. It was insane. (laughs) Like it took me like a full half the game just to eat it. Um, So yeah, you pay a lot more, but like the food is like the portions are huge over where you would live, like America and stuff. We did have that. Appointment though, Nick, did we? Um, I forget where that was. Where we we decided we're going to have an individual pizza, and we got these pizza oh, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> and then when we got the seats and we opened the lids, it was just a slice of pizza in a in yeah. a box. It was going to be like a an individual sort of ten inch pizza or something. Um, that was a yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that 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 got us. But Sophie, go on. You were saying. Aside from the food as well, is. What I noticed was in, so when we went to watch the Giants play, you had both teams' fans sat together. So yeah. we could be a Giants fan and then we could have the opposing team sat next to me. Um, yeah. Over here in the UK, they're separated. Um, so they have their own separate stand for like the away team. Um, I don't know why that is. Probably because we have a lot more hooligans with football. Fighting, fighting for sure. Um, but yeah, and I think the atmosphere. So I've never been to an American football game where the atmosphere has been hostile, but we've been to uh, an English football game where there's been all kinds of trouble afterwards. So that mm-hmm. could be separated, but that's a big difference as well. 
no doubt. Yeah. So was it the Nick? Was it the second to last day, or third to last day, or fourth to last day that you got to visit Lincoln of your trip? And was that like I remember talking to you and, and like throughout your whole trip, you just kept saying how excited you were to get to Lincoln to check it out. Um, for those of you, a little background information on, on Nick. He went to Nick. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the University of Lincoln in the UK, and then decided that he was going to like the University of Nebraska based off of the sole fact that um, the University of Nebraska is in, in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he went to the University of Lincoln. So uh, for a while now, Nick has been a, a huge Husker fan. And uh, like we were talking about earlier, they were able to schedule Lincoln into their trip and they actually got to make the spring game. So Nick, talk to me. Let's talk about um, you know, just how excited you were about coming to Lincoln how basically uh, how it's weird, not weird, but different that you're a Nebraska fan from the UK and how like that spring game just was like the coolest experience experience for you. Cause I remember talking to you after and you were just kind of like, this is unbelievable um, and stuff like that. So let's just talk about your, your uh, visit to Lincoln and Nigel, you can come in anything, anytime you want to about things you guys enjoyed uh, things you guys did that were, were cool and stuff like that. For sure. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to try and incriminate myself, uh, but we don't get college football really very much on the TV here. Um, we get like two or three games a weekend, but that's across the entire of college, the Power Five conferences. So Nebraska might make it on a TV game if they play Ohio State or something. And even then, it's probably unlikely. Um, so I, 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 I'm in my, like right now, like my office, like man cave and you will probably find me here at like one, two, three AM on like a Saturday night, Sunday morning watching if it's, if it's a eat night game, day game, you'll find me here like six, seven o'clock, um, watching the game through completely legal ways. I'm sure. No doubt. Uh, and, yeah, no doubt. Uh, and it doesn't matter what time the game starts. I always love like the noon games or the 11 a.m. games, which you guys hate because I'm like, yes, I will go to bed at a reasonable time tonight. But yeah, I watch these games and like I've watched them. I've watched like pretty much every game for the last like four years. And and yeah, it was a dream to go to the Memorial Stadium one day. A dream that I actually thought of like a year ago might never happen in my life. Like I was pr pretty confident that there's a very strong chance I'll never go to Lincoln, Nebraska, because it's just kind of, it's sort of in the middle of nowhere, um, in a big place like America, it's in the middle of nowhere. But I had hope, and um, and then when we sort of replanned this trip, I realised that I could leave Denver and we'd have to come through Nebraska to come back, so I was so excited about that. And then, so, yeah, I told you I'm coming to Nebraska, and I was just excited to just kind of see the outside the stadium hopefully catch up with you and, 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 and just visit Lincoln and at least say I did that. And then, but I had no idea how I didn't realize, but then the spring game was announced and I found out the spring game was when I was there. And I was like, wow, this is insane. Like I've got to get tickets. And it's really funny because I remember like logging on like the minute the tickets went on sale and someone was like, you do know they like, they won't sell out within like a minute, but I wanted to make sure I was there getting my tickets. So uh, we got the tickets um, and yeah. So from, from um, being in America, like I was enjoying all the places and I kind of was not looking forward to Lincoln in one respect because I knew that would be towards the end of the trip and I knew, know that like all these places were going to be done with. But at the same time, like I knew I was looking forward to an experience that I just like, you know, will never forget.
And then we left Denver at what time? Dad? Like 5 a.m. or something like that. We left our hotel at Denver and drove yeah. from Denver. We stopped at like... Where? You got me up at 4.15 for that, that trip. 4.15 a.m., yeah. We were the Nuggets game the night before as well. And uh, 4.15 a.m. we got up and uh, drove. And we stopped in... First, we stopped at a place called... I don't even remember its name. Ogallala. Ogallala. Ogallala, Nebraska. But basically, all the fast food places for breakfast weren't open yet, apart from drive through and we wanted to sit down. So we then went on to North Platte, and I went to Raisin Cane's and got myself some breakfast chicken. And then uh, and then we arrived in Lincoln, like, in the middle of the afternoon, like, 1 o'clock or something. And I hit you up and said, like, you know, I'm here now. And um, I, I didn't... Like, I knew you were a busy guy. I didn't know, like, you know, what your plans were the day before spring game and stuff like that. But, like, you know, you kind of welcomed me and my dad to the town and, and literally gave the best the best tour money can't buy. Um, and uh, it was it was just... I think the whole time I was quite quiet because I think I was just in awe of, like, not thinking... Of, for a year ago, thinking I might never be here in my entire life, like a, such a strong chance I'll never be in Lincoln, Nebraska, just sort of like standing on the end in the middle of the field. And, uh, you know, like I know I've seen that weight rooms like so many times on social media and stuff like that. It's just and, and also, you know, the, the, the shot overlooking the, the practice fields, the indoor practice, like I'd seen that those those fields like so many times. And just it just felt weird to see it in person. It was just kind of bizarre, like it was not real. And uh, and you know what? Like again, we didn't have much of an opinion on Lincoln, Nebraska before, but we presumed there wasn't much there. But like, it was really nice town, like nice city. Like we really enjoyed, it, didn't we, Dad? We did. I think it's this is the thing with cities that have got a big um, reputation. Um, Lincoln doesn't have a reputation to uphold as such. So places like um, Memphis were a bit sort of disappointed with. We enjoyed Nashville, but we're disappointed with Memphis, weren't we, Nick? But with Lincoln, what yeah. came up, what a nice place. It was It was clear. I don't know if it's a new city um, or if it's expanded a lot, because, but the housing, um, the, the, the wasn't the, the traffic, uh, wasn't an issue that we've seen in other cities, and it just felt like a clean, fresh city. Um, I just I, f- I felt a lot more at ease there than yeah. other places. Certainly, I mean that that yeah. That, and the and the downtown doesn't feel like too big, but you get lost. But it has like nice stuff, and like most American cities. So again, apart of, you have like a few cities that are, are different, like New York and stuff like that. But America seems to be like. There's not many shops in most downtowns, and then you find all all your sh- all your sh- like stores, like your like retail stores, are all in like um, like multiplexes and stuff on like the edges of towns and cities. If you know what I mean. So like you know downtowns, not really like a big shopping place like it is, but like they had all the restaurants and bars and stuff that like, really cool. And then the suburbs look really nice. Like with somewhere maybe I thought I could live like a sub like a sub like that if I have a picture of living in America um mm. so so it was really nice and yeah um you know we got to you know you and um my you know took us to offer some food 
and it was just a really nice like it was just a really nice day and a really nice night and I came back had a quick swim before I went to bed in the pool in the pool and I was just thinking like it's just been a really great day and it wasn't even game day yet you know so um and then game day came around and honestly you were right like the city's just it's just a, it's just the in like a what we call it intra squad friendly it's just a practice game between you know one half of the team and the other half of the team but man the people go crazy for uh for this for this game like what 55,000 fans coming out just to watch like a practice almost like a practice game uh but you know we went to loads of bars and everyone was so friendly like the dude in Barry's bought us bought us our first pints uh, which was really cool because his his um I think his mom mom is from Grimsby which is in Lincolnshire it's the county like the state where Lincoln yeah, England is it's only like 20 minutes away 30 minutes away um, and everyone was so friendly and like it just felt like so like everyone was such in good spirits and so happy and stuff and um, and yeah it was just and then the game was so cool and then you know catching up with you guys afterwards and go and get some food and I just left thinking like this is the most perfect 48 hours I could have asked for like you know it was definitely not a, a letdown and then um you know, it was really weird because, like, a week after the game, they they tore up the field, didn't they? Um, to get they, it ready they, for the they new tore season. Up, they tore up the field the day after. Right, exactly. So, like, imagine if we'd booked our trip. Like, we I, we traveled on a Wednesday. It could have been the first day. It could have been a Tuesday. It didn't matter. I just happened to choose that day. If I had chose to go, like, two days later, the whole trip shifted two days. I would yeah. have missed the spring game. Even if like I had a tour, which was still being cool, I wouldn't have got to see like the famous like N on the field and stuff like yeah. that. It just wouldn't be the same. Honestly, it was like what they say, God's plan. It was all God's just plan. like it was just like meant to be, just meant to be. Like some stuff is just meant to be, and that yeah. was definitely meant to be. But like, just so appreciative for right how you, you guys welcomed us. It was amazing, and definitely was, hope love to go fun. back one day and see a game. But uh, yeah, we'll, no, no, we'll see. Sophie has to come next time. I'm, I'm telling you, Lincoln, Nebraska is not it, – it's pretty much like Florida, just without the beach and all the nice things. It's underrated <laughs> for sure. Very underrated, I have to say. Um, no doubt. So then a couple of days later, you ended up flying back home. Um, 21 days on the road had to have been exhausting. You finally get to see uh, your dog. Um, you get to see Sophie. Sophie, what was that like seeing Nick kind of finally walk through the door after uh, – seeing him only in pictures for 21 days it was nice um I actually cried and got a little bit upset when I seen him um because since we've been together uh, I think the longest we've been away is just about two weeks um Uh and that's when we were living with with his parents Trisha and Idol where this time it was kind of like I was on my own in the house with Rosie um it was my birthday and we actually went to the airport and I surprised them as they were coming out of the the doors of the airport. Um, so yeah, I got a bit upset, a bit emotional because it was it was lovely to see him and I'd missed him so much during the three weeks. And it's definitely true when they say um, you don't know obviously what you've got until it's gone. And obviously, oh, when no. he was away for these three weeks, I'd get a bit of, bit of gossip from work. I got I go and tell Nick. And I got oh. He's on holiday, I can't. Yeah. Um, but like little things like that. Um, but yeah, it was it was lovely to have him back. Um, you could tell he was home. Um, 
random things in the middle of the living room floor that weren't there the day before. Oh, wow. oh the kitchen was <laughs> nice and clean. Um, <laughs> so wow. it was, it was okay. lovely coming home. Um, Rosie went absolutely mental. I don't know if you've seen the video of um, how crazy she went as soon as she seen know, Nick she come through the, the door. Um, she launched, launched at me. Yeah, so it was it, it was nice to have them home, but it was nice to see that they'd also had this experience. No doubt, no doubt. And and, and Nigel, I mean, from for just from like how I, I've talked to my dad, you know, like some like my dad and I used to take trips all the time just because of like tournaments that I was playing in for lacrosse or something like that. Like those trips meant a lot to him. He said it like how how important, like how much did this trip, you know, 21 days with your son overseas seeing stuff that you like a lot of people from the from europe never really get to see like how cool was that to be able to experience that with it with your son it it was something that i'll remember forever um you know <laughs> hopefully forever will be a long time but I, I, find, I find myself feeling very very fortunate that um a son would choose to spend that long, long with his dad. It's it's quite a rare thing. I mean, Sophie's mentioned, you know, we, we have got a, a couple, it, there's been a bit of a, a, a phase of um, TV shows with uh, celebrities and their sons traveling, that sort of thing. Um, and so when I was posting stuff to, to Facebook each night about what we'd done that day, you know, one, one of my friends had made a comment, oh, that it's, it, it's like uh, Bradley Walsh and, uh, and his son, uh, who who who'd, uh, who'd done a um, a road trip in in the US in an RV, and I I just feel very grateful that Nick would want to spend the time with me. Um, my TV's just kicked in. <laughs> Shut that thing up. And um, and and uh, I, I, when I've gone back to work, well, I was back at work the following day. On the Thursday, I was a bit of a zombie, um, falling asleep in the car, not while I was driving, but while waiting for clients. Um, but when I've, when I've been meeting with people and telling them, um, you know, that I just had three working three weeks off for a, a road trip with my son, they just, if I was talking to like dads, they were saying, wow, how have you done that? You know, and you, I just felt myself saying, do you know what? As long as you've got a son that's agreeable to do it, it's nothing to it. You just 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 book it, do it, um, and and enjoy it, and um, you, you you won't regret it. And the yet the, the make out that's probably one of the most difficult things in the world that you do is to uh, is to arrange a, a road trip uh, with a member of your family. But um, it it was a special time. It was a, a, a and we've got some. We've got some photographs that uh, are just going to be, we're going to get printed off. They're going to go in frames, doesn't matter how many. I mean, I don't know if you can see behind me on the wall. I have lots yeah. of pictures. Yeah, <laughs> clear up some room. They're, they're all pictures from the US trips. And the one, uh, go on, Nick. I was just going to say, like, one thing I definitely wouldn't, I'd be uh, amiss for not saying is that. With the old trip and the new trip, one thing that sort of stayed a constant was, and you know, kind of an overarching sort of question is like, what was the what was the number one thing on this whole trip, and the on the old trip and the and this trip, 
not only was it like this, we were going there's this this place exactly the same like we were we were going to go and see it on either trip but it kind of what the trip all revolved around i'd love to say it was around going to lincoln nebraska but it wasn't it was about seeing um monument valley in arizona um it sort of stems from you know my favorite movie of all time and one of my dad's favorite movies is forrest gump mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's it's a movie that means a lot to me i remember watching it the first day I went to college when I moved away from home and stuff like that. Um, and it's, yeah, and it's, it's shaped a lot of my life. Sophie and I got engaged um, in Washington, D.C. in front of the reflecting pool, like where Forrest does his yeah. speech and Jenny comes across the water. So, and obviously in Forrest Gump, he runs and just goes running and ends up running through Arizona and stuff and through the mountain valley. And it's such a beautiful place. And that was like, we, we planned the whole trip around there. Um, that was always going to be the main thing. And um, a few years ago, my grandfather, my dad's dad, passed away. And something that he did when he went on his trip is that he spread a little bit of his ashes in a couple of places. Um, but one of the places he didn't spread it was Monument Valley. And so he brought a bit of my grandfather with him and we um, spread a little bit in Monument Valley we had to do it on the sly because we had a tour guide and he probably wouldn't have been best pleased with us spraying a little bit in the dirt. But, um, but that was a really special moment. And, um, and yeah, so it was, that, that was like the wholesome sort of most important day part of the trip. And uh, it's a memory that me and my dad will share for the rest of our lives. No doubt. No doubt. Well, that's, uh, that's all we have for, for today. That, that's an amazing story and I'm happy that you guys will be able to, to share that, you know, with everyone that you, who asked about it. And, you know, it's a very obviously cool experience that both of you guys have. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you guys back over here this time with the whole family, uh, mom, dad, and, <laughs> yeah. and fiance. So that would be pretty neat, but I just want to thank you guys yeah. for, for coming on here with me. Um, it means a lot. I, I knew right away when, when uh, we met up in Lincoln that, that this would be something I would want to share with, with the people of Nebraska, because there's not, like we talked about, there's really not that many fans who are from uh, your country or your continent, to be honest with you. So I think it's pretty neat that, that, that we're able to do this, but again, I just wanted to uh, say thank you. And uh, I hope you guys have a, a good one. And uh, I appreciate you guys coming on here. No, it's been lovely to speak to you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, we finally meet you as well, Casey. No but... doubt, no doubt. Yeah, we did. We did four. We did fourteen states. We've got another uh, what thirty-seven, thirty-six to go. So yeah, we'll get planning. Oh, yeah. on, we'll get planning. We'll, we'll get planning on the next trip for sure. Well, when I uh, when I retire from football, if you guys do a trip like that, count me in. Or maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll come over there. We'll check out your neck of the woods. Europe for sure. Yeah. Europe. Yeah. Europe, Europe in 2034. Got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, if I can still walk. All right, guys, have a good one. Yeah, take it easy. Thanks, thanks for having us, Casey.